Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another. <laughs> Welcome back to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Yeah, Jeff, back at it. Took a week off. It's kind of nice. Down in Sydney, hanging out with uh, some wonderful, cool people. And um, long weekend and public holidays and all sorts of stuff. And there you go. Here we find ourselves. I forgot to update the title this morning. That's how uh, relaxed I am. Uh, we're going to talk about the vacancy rate, the rent, the rent crisis that's going on today. So hang around. Make sure you make sure you stick around for our wealth coffee chat. Good morning to everyone who's jumping on. James, Bob, Jeff, Paul, Deb. Morning, morning, morning. Whoever you are. Facebook user, good to see you. <laughs> usually the old, uh, usually the old private groups don't let your name pop up, but uh, good to see you on whoever you are. Quick intros, as we always do. Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that, so that's good. Been property investing over twenty years, coaching property investors just like you. Do some cool things, which means buy some good quality real estate and keep it for a long time to create some. Wealth, uh, and um, yeah, there you go. Plenty of things going on, as always, out there in the world of property investing. Yes, Jeff, one of those things is uh, people losing their minds about land tax. Um, so uh, we might even touch on that today. Why not? Why not? It's a, it's a, it's a Monday, a marvelous Monday morning. James Murray, good morning to you. Good to see you. Well, there you go. Hopefully, people jump on. I think uh, we've used this title about three or four times now. <laughs> but uh, anyway, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're awesome and well. I wanted to talk about the uh, vacancy rates or the challenges that are going on. For people who are renting, for those who are landlords, this is going to be interesting. Uh, an interesting little bit of time. One of the challenges we've got for... Uh, for us as landlords right now is just to manage some of our expenses. Our main expense, which is our interest rate, uh, has been on the march and uh, it's been going up ever so slowly, but uh, certainly something we've got to keep an eye on. But something that is certainly behind the scenes for all of us folks, not even behind the scenes, it's front and centre right now, uh, that's going on. We need to make sure we understand and appreciate Um. um is that uh, the vacancy rates are pretty low. Yeah, James. Yeah, there's there's quite a lot of resistance to this Queensland tax law change. I wouldn't be surprised, folks. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bit of a back down um, at some point from the government. But we shall see. We shall see. Uh, but, um, you know, this is something that uh, we all need to manage uh, and have a bit of a look at. Why don't we... I've already prepared something here earlier. Why don't we have a bit of a look at um, at, at that, all right? Why don't we have a look, little look at the land tax thing? Why don't we do that? Because, you know what, I'll leave this vacancy rate one for tomorrow because everyone seems to be interested in the land tax things. Tell me, tell me in the chat, do you want to talk about this land tax thing? Because I've got a calculator that I want to show you. Um, give me a yes or a no. Maybe we can talk about both. Who wants to quickly talk about the land tax malarkey? Land tax. 
All right. Well, listen, what is going on here? Let's go to our uh, iPad. Land tax. Queensland, specifically the QLD place and space, um, both. All right. Well, let's see if we can fit it in, James. Let's see if we can fit it in. Let's talk about this land tax malarkey and what's going on out there in uh, in the world of the media. I mean, the media's beaten it up a little bit. It certainly is something that uh, is very annoying for us as property investors. But, you know, what we must do as property investors is understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very dodgy wording. Uh, we must understand the facts of the matter, folks. The facts of the matter. What are the facts of the uh, the land tax thing? Now, what is the land tax calculation based on, ladies and gents, tell me in the chat right now, what's the calculation based on, all right? Um, when you go to calculate your land tax amount that you're charged, is it based on the valuation of your property? Let's say, um, you know, you've got a $600,000 house uh, in Queensland, let's say, or anywhere else, to be honest. Um, what's it based on? Well, it's based on the rateable, the rateable land value. Okay, land value. So the rateable land value. So you get that in your, <coughs> you get that in your uh, rates notice on your rates notice. Land value only, Jeff. Yep, yep. Okay, it's it based on the rateable land value. Um, and. For all of us as property investors, we need to understand what our land value is to, to work out our land tax, obviously. Most people who are catastrophizing this land tax issue are people who are thinking the property value rather than the land tax value. What's a couple of ways we can minimize our land value but still maximize our personal personal wealth? Anyone know what they are? Um Really, at the end of the day, you can own in different names. So own in different names, folks. Own in set names, okay, or entities if you want. Entities. So at this point in time, as far as I understand the uh, the legislation, if you own in... Um, Yep, super is separate. Yep, exactly. Um, your principal place of residence, your PPR is not included, folks. Your principal place of residence is not included. If you own a property in your super, that's a separate entity. So if there's a there's a couple, let's say just if there's a couple, you know, person one owns property in, let's say, a couple of other states. Person two owns property in Queensland. Uh, and then entity three, which might be your super, owns you know, another one as well. So there's a way to do it, um, yeah, but if you already own them, maybe you can't retrofit it, right? Maybe going forward is still fine. Uh, and then the other one is, you know, uh, units and apartments, uh, units uh, and townhouses still uh, can attract very good quality when it comes to real estate and location and value and wealth and rental income. Certainly, tax deductions as well, uh, but there's land. The land value is less. Land value is less. It's less. So, you could buy a unit or a townhouse. 
and uh, your land value would be pretty minimal. All right. So let's quickly jump over to the. Um, I got it here. It's a bit squishy up the top there. Hopefully you can see it. Um, but you know, if you have a look at right now, I just chucked a couple of things in here. I go right. Okay, here's an investment property. I've got you know five hundred thousand dollars worth of land value in Sydney. I've got $500,000 worth of land value in Queensland and I've got $500,000 worth of, let's just put 500 grand in there, not 5 million, don't do that. Um, $500,000 worth of land value in Victoria, right? So if you have a look at that, normally these wouldn't attract any land tax that would in Victoria. The difference right here is $4,200, right? A lot of people are getting carried away thinking it's like 20 grand and 30 grand and all this sort of stuff, and that's it's, it's not. It's not. Get the calculator, do some calculations based on your rateable land value, folks, and, you know, just work out the number. So many people are dramatizing this thing. Yes, it's a, it's a grotty cash grab by a bunch of twits, which we call politicians, and I don't, care, I don't care which ones, where they sit, they're all, um, they all bloody change their minds, and they, they, um, you know, mess with what we're trying to do, uh, changing the rules as we go along, which is a real, absolute pain in the neck, uh, obviously. However, folks, the facts of the matter is that it's not end of the world stuff. Yes, it's a pain. Yes, it affects your cash flow. Um, Whack it in the uh, whack, uh, whack a rent rise on there and cover your costs for sure. Um, and it's tax deductible. Doesn't mean that it's great, but it still can be a deduction. Anyway, there you go. For me, right now, I think it's blown way out of proportion. And it's mostly because the government is double taxing, you know, it's and it's actually, you know, technically against the law. Uh, you can't double tax, you can't be double taxed. So there's a few politicians having a crack at that as well. So anyway, hopefully that might um, might be of use. If you want the um, – oh, totally they will. They Totally they will, Jeff. It's it's the dumbest th- – it's it's actually stupid. It's stupid. Uh, it, if they go through with it, I think there'll be a backlash on the, on the, um, on the Queensland government, unfortunately, for the people who live there, not for them. Um, so let's talk about uh, the – Let's talk about the vacancy rates right now. Here's another thing that's going on that uh, for you and I as property investors, we need to keep an eye on. We've got a crisis. I, I called this out a while ago. I, I said, listen, we are in the middle of a rental crisis and also a rental boom, you know, uh, and rental booms go slower. They go slower. They kind of surprise everyone, to be honest. They go slower uh, than capital growth because – you know, the rents uh, can only change every 12 months, maybe every six months if you're, if you're in a state that allows that. But most states say you can only, well, the length of your lease is 12 months, so you can't change the rent in the, in the middle of it uh, unless there's some extenuating circumstances, right? So let's have a look at this. You know, we've got a, we've got a housing crisis. Like up in Brisbane, it's crazy. People are living in tents um, nationwide. We've got, you know, 16-year low national vacancy rates. You know, the uh, the pressure, the demand 
for uh, rentals is high. And for all of us, when we're having a look at, okay, what's going on, you know, the vacancy rates are super, super low. If we scroll in here, if we drill in, check check it out, team. Um, this is unheard of. This is unprecedented across the nation when it comes to the vacancy rates. And, you know, these cities, where we have a look here, you know, look, check, <laughs> check out, you know, other than Sydney and Melbourne, which is, which is, they have a, a lot of uh, inner city student high density accommodation, which we, we aren't investing in anyway as property investors. Well, you shouldn't be. Um, that sort of investment vehicle or that investment product is, is terrible. Um, so really, if you took the CBD out of these vacancy rates, it'd be, you know, under a percent as well. We're in a crisis. We're in a, we're in a rental crisis here. You know, and the changes, this is interesting though, you know, places like Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, you know, they're, the asking rents and the increases are starting to take effect now. Now, Melbourne um, was treated, has been treated a little bit, you know, harshly when it came to the last couple of years because check out the vacancy rate in Melbourne and Melbourne and Sydney, you know, predominantly because of that high-density living stuff in the cities when it came to students and, and um, you know, that sort of thing, those two cities ended up with high vacancy rates because of, um, because of uh, tourists and students not being available in the cities. But you can see very quickly ladies and gents, that that has come down pretty significantly uh, when it comes to, you know, this stuff. So we're looking, you know, we're looking pretty interesting. Well, it's looking pretty interesting for us as property investors. What's on the radar for us in the future? What do you guys think? Tell me, you know, is the market, you know, is the marketplace going to fall apart? You know, put it in the chat. What what do you guys think about the the property market? There's a little bit of uncertainty, a uh, bit of a beat up when it comes to the stamp duty thing in Queensland. Yep, yep, that, that's a pain in the neck. Interest rates have gone up. Yes, that's an expense that we were hoping, you know, um, we can manage as property investors. Don't buy triple zero postcodes, 100% Luke. That is an absolute no-no. So... What are we looking at uh, in the future? You know, because it is pretty interesting when you have a look at, you know, the amount of people renting. Oh, let's have a look at this here. The amount of renters slowly but steadily has increased as well across all uh, demographic points. That's just the way it is right now. And, um, you know, even when we've had very, very low interest rates um the number of renters have increased so it really it, i mean it, it's got little to do with you know um that statistic and you have a look at the number the number of houses and units you know at uh you know record asking rents based on a median price you know is bouncing back up again you know it what what was this here? Check out check out this. You know, from here to here, this was a decade really. You know, close to a decade 
of um, interest rates going down. Down interest rates, okay? So now we've got a bit of interest rate going up. Rents, by and large, went down based on inflation over that decade, which was quite quite a strange thing. But what's going on now for the marketplace? What's going on for us as property investors? Well, you know, other than the spike, which was um, pre- well, which was stimulated by government, the government giving away free money, we've got uh, rent to own or a uh, bill to rent big companies coming in and buying and building, you know, hundreds and hundreds of apartments at one time and keeping them. They're not selling them. It's not going to the open rental market or the open investor market. Again, reducing uh, reducing quality stock. Uh, and, you know, a lot more, a lot less properties are being constructed. And anyway, th- this uh, this spike is not going to the rental market, folks. It's going to the owner-occupier market that had nothing to do with um, increasing supply for the rental market. Again, sometimes, Sometimes the government don't think too far past their nose. Well, a lot of the time. Anyway, uh, and what have we got now? We've got the government looking at the migration intake over the next three to five years, again being record migration. If you think about, you know, where are we now at, at crisis levels when it comes to the rental, and if you go three times 200,000, you know, 600,000 to a million people over the next three to five years, where are they going to live, folks? Where are they going to live? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I believe so too, Paul. I believe that the rents will go up to, to match the cost of the money, match the cost of the interest, and so they should. So it absolutely 100% should. Uh, you know the median price in some areas that have been that really overshot its mark by by a bit. Places, especially Melbourne and Sydney, uh, Melbourne and Sydney uh, have been adjusting, and uh, I think we'll see a little bit more adjustment in those median prices, especially the high house pricing. Uh, and then it'll settle down. The interest rates and the rents will uh, level out, and then we'll see growth in house prices and apartment prices, again, or, or dwelling prices across the market. So certainly for us as property investors, that's what I see on the radar. That's what I see out there in the market for us when we're looking at owning property. So don't get carried away. Don't get caught up in this media mayhem, you know, bit of this fear and ignorance when it comes to the land tax malarkey. You know, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal at uh, from an actual cost point of view if it ends up eventuating. Work out the dollars and cents. Work out the cost. You've got a year. You've got a year. Put your rents up, cover the cost, okay? Put your rents up everywhere across all of your properties and cover the costs as you go. Find out the facts, folks, because facts and statistics are pretty good when it comes to making sure we make good smart quality decisions when it comes to our property investment portfolio. There you go. Anyway, back at it. A little bit rusty this morning. I haven't got my mojo back yet, but um, we shall see. Tomorrow I'll update the uh, 
update the um, the headlines in my uh, in my posts and get myself organised. Hope you're all awesome and well. Um, yeah, Jeff. Well, you know, there's a bit of uncertainty in the share market. Crypto's, you know, quite volatile. Has been real estate becomes a place where where everyone likes to store wealth because it is kind of, especially in Australia, its volatility is far less than the other marketplaces, the other asset classes when it comes to ownership and long-term value. Remember, we've got a couple of sayings around here, buy well, never sell. It's It counts. It counts. Like It just makes no sense for you to be entertaining, oh, should I sell my Queensland property? You know, because there might be a $4,000 tax bill. Um, that that's 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 lunacy, folks. Lunacy. Like, it, you know, ten years. That's forty grand. Your property goes up. You know, one percent. It'll cover that in value. Like it's, you know. Anyway, I don't think that's a good fifty-fifty shot that it won't get through. Um, if we get some of the politicians, um, who uh, need to win some votes. And they're not doing it because they like us, by the way. <laughs> they're doing it because they want to win some votes. The other way. Anyway, there you go. I'm just rabbiting on now. All right, that's it. Done and dusted. You guys be awesome. Be well. Join me tomorrow. We're going to do another one, Wealth Coffee Chat. We will be back at it, folks. So make sure you're there about 10 past 8 every morning, Monday to Friday, unless I take a week off. Yeah, there you go. Um, we'll hang out and do this. Each day, as always, put something in the chat if you want. Uh, if you want me to talk about something specifically, always great to um, hang out with you guys. Till tomorrow, you guys take care. Bye for now. <laughs>